This is the other room podcast live live and direct from BKK and Spain, Madrid, all the way yes, from yes, yes. intercontinental. We're connecting all this all the country, all the city. And it happens to be two of the most grooved city in the world. So and we're, <laughs> and we're your host. My name is Joe, aka Authority. My name is Anthony. It's good to be back again. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 51. Episode 51. Episode 51. The five, Other Room one. Podcast by Joel yes, and yes, Anthony. Yes. Are you guys ready for it? Are you ready? Are you ready to get low? What has been happening? What is happening over there? It's cold, it's cold all over the world, but only in Thailand. There is smog everywhere. They have to cancel all schools today and tomorrow. Yeah, man, the pollution is really fucked up out it's there. It's like. so bad. I, I barely go. I went to the embassy today to pick up my passport, my new passport. Dude, I was like, I can't even spend 20 minutes outside. It's like, ah, I can't handle it, that, man. That, that's really, it's really bad. Us, man. And the government is so fucking stupid. <laughs> They're trying to deploy drones. <laughs> to do what? <laughs> Just, I don't know. <laughs> Drone with water? Dude, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. I have no idea what how they're trying to initiate that or what their um, their agenda with that, man. But they already canceled the plan today. Well, the thing is um, probably they need to, to get in touch with, with the Indians and the Chinese to help with them. To help them with that because China has suffered even much more worse air pollution. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That is right. In big cities. So maybe they need to seek help from the Chinese on how to to reduce the, the air pollution. I'm sure they really need our help. <laughs> because this is something that has not really happened to Bangkok. Exactly. And they don't so know how to deal with it. It's going to happen anyways. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with it at just all. It's just a matter of time before this happens. Because of the, the level of pollution out there is so serious that I just knew that one day this is going to be the case. Yeah, and it, the same thing is happening in Pattaya as well. It's not only Bangkok though. So. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it, I'm only going to be surprised if it's happening in places like Chiang Mai because those are even much more beautiful areas and yeah, maybe no, no if not because there. of what I have to do in Bangkok, I will just look for money and just get a fuck out of this city for a while. Because we have no idea when this is gonna end. This has been going on for a very long time and the government started taking it serious. Now taking it yeah, serious and they're still okay. confused. They don't know what to do, actually. Well, it's something they've not really suffered for and they've not prepared for. So right now they just need to seek help from whoever, whichever of their partners that can help because oh. I'm very sure it's so serious. It is. Isn't only schools that are cancelled out there? All schools. Not only, only schools. schools. Yeah, only school. All university or high school, every school was cancelled. Yeah. I mean That's like how, how are you going to cancel schools and never cancel people who go to the office 
or they probably they think most of the people who come to the uh, who goes to the office always drive down or use BT. I have no idea what they think though, because it's almost the same well, thing. The thing is, most people they just think most people are confined to their office and oh yeah, people don't have to work. If people don't have to work, then there's going to be so much impact on the economy. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, student student is stu, student are adding nothing to the economy. Yeah. Uh TJ received a test messages from uh Bangkok University yesterday. It was like telling me, and I was supposed to go to the school to pick up some document today, actually. I was hoping, please, a back, please, please, no, <laughs> don't go. And three hours later, I received same test messages that uh, all classes cancelled today and tomorrow and uh have to wait till February 2nd. February 2nd. Okay, that's, yeah. that's yes. like... Saturday. Basically, they're thinking that by then, it should be better. Well, they don't, the government actually not doing anything to, to help the situation. They don't even that's have any problem. plan put in place. That's exactly the problem because they're just feeling like, okay, it should be all right by by selling time without actually looking at the fact that this could get worse. It is actually getting worse. Without a government intervention, it could get worse. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Let's see what happens today and tomorrow. Maybe they have some secret plans or something planned put in place to to reduce the pollution because it's really getting out of hand. And people started like uh Sneezing bloods and shit, but I don't know how true that is. I saw a picture what? on Facebook, yeah. And that's serious, man. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. Sure, a lot of people are gonna have lungs problems and yeah. issues. But anyway, most of them smoke cigarettes anyway, so they should be used to that. <laughs> no, really, it's a it's a whole different thing. I know, yeah. What is going on over there? How is it? How 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 is life in Madrid? How is life in Spain? How is the mummies and the papis? Well, you know, this society is a is a very individualistic society. Yeah. So, <laughs> so everybody is just going on with their own. Oh, shit, oh right? yeah. It's too cold to even and yeah, you have to mind your business anyway, because the cold out there is like it's yo. It's not man. really that cold, man. It's not really that but cold. But it's really cold Compared all around the, the world. Like like in US, they say the code is terrible. In Canada, it's like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah, no. But well, right in Bangkok, it's getting hotter. Issues of you are on the different side of the world. So yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's I, I can, normally hot all year round, anyways. Yeah, right now, I can, so. I can. I, I need some code in my life. I was talking to a friend yesterday. I was like, he's like, he's sick, he's cold. I was like, yo, right now, I will change my life for that code right now. <laughs> 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 Just come to Bangkok and let me go wherever you are. Like, I will need that code in my life right now because, dude, my... It's just, it's just a tale of two worlds. Yeah. But it's a lot of people want to come over here hardest. too, though. A lot of people say, oh, it's too cold. I want to move to Bangkok. I was like, yeah, that, good luck. Yeah, that's all it is. And there are people in Bangkok who feel like, oh shit, it's too it's hot. It's too hot, yeah. I want to move somewhere else. I hope 
if mm. I eventually move out of Bangkok, I hope I never miss the hot, the heat here. I don't want to miss anything that has to do. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some other thing, but not the weather. It's hard not to miss Thailand, man. The I, food. Yeah, the food. I, yeah. I want to miss other things, but not the weather. I don't want to miss the weather at all. Well, you're eventually going to miss the weather. That's How? That's for sure. I don't think I will miss because, the weather. Because when it gets really cold, you just... Then you start to think, oh, I took the Thailand weather for granted. But, but, right now, but, but Thai weather is almost I, the same weather with Nigerian weather. <laughs> yeah. So, which one am I going to miss first? With the one that I can just sit at home and eat mama's food or which one? I have to choose. I don't think I will miss Thailand that much. Well, you will see to that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I know you I'm going to miss Thailand, goes. but not in a way that, yo, I, I want to come back. Like, I want to come back, but not like I have to force my way to come back or have to do something extra, extra. When I have the time and I plan it, I want to come back, I just come back. Yeah, for sure. It's the same uh, thing for me. Like, when I just feel like, oh, yeah, let me just go out there. Yeah, It's not like I miss it, miss it. No. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. I don't want to be like, ah, I miss Thailand so much. I want But sometimes you, nah. you might miss the crazy night though. <laughs> yeah. Thailand crazy nights. For sure, for sure. Like, there's so much fun to be had in Thailand. Yeah, a lot. If you look at it. But at the same time, it's a lot of fun out here in Madrid too. Late nights and shit. I know. But it the only be. problem right now is that the taxis are on strike. Oh, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. For what? Well, they're having issues with the with the taxi pickup apps here. Oh, okay. So they want certain rules to be implemented. Remember the last time we were in Europe, Uber was not even working. Yeah, yeah. Uber was not allowed back yeah. then. Now, Uber and other apps have emerged. Okay. So they are competing with the local taxis. Oh. And as you know, ride-sharing apps are usually more more cheaper yeah 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 than the local taxis taxi so, yeah so they've been they've been striking for like maybe eight days already wow and so how do you commit uh, how do you commute around like the thing is we're commuting like the metro works to like 1 30 a.m uh, okay that's fair enough pass the only thing is that it's just you really feel the impact of the strike only during the weekends when you're out partying. Oh, yeah. You go to a bar first. So when you're done from the bar around 2 a.m. I want to go somewhere else. And you want to go somewhere else. You can't find a taxi to take you there. The metro is closed. Mm. So you have to walk like two kilometers, three kilometers in the cold. Wow. To look for... Oh, you just have to look to look oh. for a club. Or you just have to stay at the closest club you can find, which might not be what you want. And if you're done at the club early, like 4 or 5 a.m., it's difficult to get a, a cab because the Uber and Cabify are overbooked. Oh, yeah. So 
you know, since there are no taxis working, everybody depends on Uber. On Uber, yeah. Cabify. And you know, a lot of people are out on the weekend. So you can't even get one on Uber. You can't get at all. So all you got to do is you either have to wait for the metro to start working. To start working around. Or you got to walk three, four kilometers in the come back home. going to your house. And how are you even sure you know the way to your house? <laughs> you just got to keep following Google, Google Maps. Oh, wow, that's terrible. So for now, it's, it's a little bit convoluted and party is kind of like not really fun. Oh, eh? House party, then? <laughs> nah. Noise and disturbance and whatnot, nah. Yeah. You can just drink without making noise. How is it fun? That's not fun. Like partying. And we, want, we did that in Rotterdam. I don't know who if, if it was fun, but it was okay. Yeah, because it was like a group, right? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, so here, you know, it's very individualistic. And yeah, Everybody's yeah, got yeah. their own plans. Plans, yeah. Whatnot, so. Well, that is yeah, one thing so I would miss about Bangkok anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, you can just hop off. Just yeah. get out of your house and get... Just go anywhere. Any do anything, anytime you want. And it used to be really fun before, you know. You can just go out. Like, people, normally people go start going out uh, around 2 a.m. Because you still can party till like 6, 7 yeah, 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 I remember back in the days, yeah. we usually go out two or three years. Yeah. But now but you here, have to go. People go out earlier because the metro closes by 1.30. Mm. So you got to be out. Out. Before then, because taxis are way expensive. Oh, yeah, I and remember also, I remember we took taxi from, uh, in Madrid, right, from Bros Homes to airport. And we got charged extra, like, 20, 20 pounds, 20 euros. Yeah. And it's just know. like a 12, 15 minutes. Yeah, trip. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why was that. Usually in Bangkok should cost maybe two euros or two euros. Yeah, I mean, then. after we paid the fare, we, we, we got charged extra. You yeah, remember? For, for the airport uh, tax and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got charged. I was so like, normally yeah. when I go to the airport, I just take the, the metro and the bus. And the thing is, if you're trying to use the metro from the airport, to the city, mm. you still get charged three euros extra. Wow. Yeah. So oh, when no. I was coming from Amsterdam, when I was coming from Amsterdam, I have my metro card. Yeah. I tried to swipe it in. But it's not working. And it didn't let me. I was like, what? I just bought 10 trips before I went to Amsterdam. So then I was told you need to load three, three euros extra. Oh, damn as, it. As airport tax. To be able to use the metro, and you are better served paying that than taking a taxi. Take, yeah, just straight for that trip. You're still gonna pay to my home. Mm. Is maybe five euros with the with the airport with tax. The airport tax. Yeah, but if just, I take a taxi, that's probably going to be like twenty three or twenty five. Oh euros. yeah, it's way too so much. You got to pick your poison. Yeah, it's way too much. So, yeah, so that's the thing with that. So, that is that. So, what do we have to talk about today? 
What is happening? Yeah, it's political season in Nigeria, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Polit- uh election is coming out soon. Yeah. Did you watch the so, uh OBs and uh articles town hall meeting yesterday? No, 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 I didn't watch it. I was I was watching the Barcelona game, so Oh, I was just watching oh, man, I can't even stand it, man. I can't stand those politicians, man. Those guys are full of bullshit. Well, politicians everywhere are full of bullshit. I mean, I, I can't even stand I can't stand listening or watching Atikun speaks. I don't know. I I don't feel comfortable. I don't know why. I've not really like watched him speak anyway, so I mean I like you can feel the lies. I, I mean it's way too much for me. I can't stand. I was just like in and out yesterday. I just like talking to TJ. I just like listening for like two minutes. I just close it, go back again. Like, no, this is not for me. I can't, st- I can't handle it. It's way too much. Yeah, I was sent the link too, but the thing is, you know, I'm not really interested in Nigerian politics. <laughs> so right now, there's just too much animosity going on between all the different groups. Yeah. The PDP, APC, APC. the Shivori boys. Oh, yeah. The, the Show guys. And I the swear to God, man. Right now, the Shivori boys just need at least extra eight years. If they can keep up with this energy for eight more years, oh my God, they will take over Nigerian politics for sure. Yeah, you just need to keep building on the structure he already has. Yeah. This so, guy has so, so much energy. That's the thing. And they're all over everyone on social media. Yeah. Is you have to vigorously defend your 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 candidate because with the way the political space is right now, it's a battle. Yeah, it and is. You have to be an everywhere is full of enemy combatants. Mm. So you just have to be ready and weaponize yourself, fight the propaganda, the lies. Oh yeah. Uh I f- I feel like some people are even get paid to to spread fake news and to just yeah, make up yeah. stories and shit like that. How comfortable do they feel? The thing is there's so much poverty in the land. People will trade their morality for a Anything. Porridge. So all they just need okay, look at last night since the debate ended. The APC boys on Twitter has not said anything. Okay. But go check it out to this morning. You'll see them saying different things about that interview. Inter- oh, yeah. You know why? When it ended last night, they've not been briefed yeah. on things to, 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 to post. hammer on. Yeah. So between midnight they will have an emergency meeting and okay, this is how the interview went. This is the arguments we want to put holes in. These are the lies and the propaganda we want to push about these candidates. So, by this morning, in the group, in the BMC group, they have received directives on these are the things you should say. These are the things, the conversations we have want to go with. So these conversations move from Twitter to Facebook to other platforms. And subconsciously, people start to think about them. Yeah, Except that's those right. who've already made up their minds. That no matter what happens, this is who I'm voting for. Except that 
a lot of people will still be thinking, oh shit, maybe this article and OB guys are not really what we need. Yeah. So it's just that a lot of people are so poor, are so jobless, they don't have any choice than to just be part of the propaganda machine. And the thing is, political propaganda is some of the things people study in school. Yeah. So once you know it, you know how to deploy it. And when you know how to deploy it, you use it for your benefit. Gains. Yeah. It, and the thing is, this is not unique to Nigeria alone. It happens everywhere. The Brexit movement used propaganda. The Trump campaign used yeah, propaganda. Yeah, yes, yes, that is right. So if it works, it works. Uh, like to me, I don't just know, man. I, I I don't have this urge in me to make up stories just because of a political um uh, ideology. You know, like I just feel like I know how social media works, and sometimes you I might be supporting this right now, and tomorrow I might change my mind completely. So I don't want to leave the uh. Uh, I don't want to leave a mark on social media where people can always yeah, go back yeah. and refer to like yeah. yesterday you posted this now today you are this so it's better I don't just say anything until I change my mind or until I make up my mind and choose who I'm going to support hey, that's like, the thing with a lot of these guys on Twitter you know certain times they don't know how to really not comment on an issue they always want to have an opinion exactly you are and so right them when you scrutinize them you see the cognitive dissonance in the things that they say they believe in you Within know in a very short period of time you see them talking from different sides side, exactly mouth. you know this reminds me y'all um, there's this girl uh, I follow on 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 Twitter, right? She has like the the block uh, the verified account, and I started thinking like most of the verified user on 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 Instagram or on Twitter, they feel like they have to comment on everything. They want to be conversant yeah. in every way. They want to be they, like there's the things you don't know. If you don't know about shit, don't talk about it. Just because you have the verified. Uh, mark on your on your on your social media that doesn't make you genius in every subject. So this girl, she's a podcaster. She's a uh, uh, now she's becoming a gamer. She's becoming this, and then I don't know if you see the Anthony Davis uh, Instagram uh, photoshopped comment where LeBron James commented. No, no, no. no you don't see it. right. As soon and even ESPN posted the fake ones. LeBron James never commented on any Anthony Davis photos, right? As soon as I see that, I easily just Google it. I just like do a little bit of research, and I found out that photo is is fake. Yeah. And this girl, this verified Twitter girl, she reposted and added a comment, "Oh, slow it down, LeBron." And I was like. A lot of people are looking up to you. A lot of people will go ahead and just dive into whatever you say that is true. They believe is right. You just, in broad daylight here, retweet a fake photoshopped photo. And now, a lot of people are going to believe that. At that moment, I wanted to 
unfollow her. I was like, oh, let me just slow it down and see what more to come, you know. You know, it's not even a problem that's that's limited to people with blue check marks. It's also the same thing with people who have lots of followers or just a couple of followers. You yeah. Know? Because they are boxed into this corner where they feel like they have to constantly engage their follower. Their their followers. You know, it's a mental state of mind. Because you feel like there are people who are waiting for you to say something. And oftentimes it comes down to how do you balance this? There are things you don't even have expertise on. Exactly. Just let it just go. They don't know, yeah. And you know, that's one of the problems I have with a lot of people. Know when to say things and when not to say anything. Because like Drake said, a wise man won't said nothing at all. At exactly, you yeah. Know? Just look, observe. So sometimes it's just okay to just sit and observe. It's it's not even a problem like that's limited to just one to to those with verify. It's to a lot of people and it's even a global thing. Okay, look at this US rep, this young lady from New York. Oh Alexandra Ocas- Ocasio- 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 Cortez. Yeah. She's always posting, always saying something about everything, always doing dumb shit just to stay relevant and, and active. And I'm just like, yo, slow the fuck down. Down, right? You don't know you everything. Don't have to comment on exactly. Everything. It's just too much that I feel like the way she's handling her political career, she'll probably not have a second term as a rep. Yeah, that's like the evil Democrats had started the conspiracy against her already, you know. I think she's not going to have a second term. Because oh. initially, she fought a tough battle to even get the nomination. Thanks to Bernie Sanders. But she might not have that opportunity again in in two or, or four years' time. When in four years time, when the midterm elections come up again, you know that's the thing with with people when you engage and you you have a lot of people looking up to you. They fall into that trap where they constantly have to say something, and the fact that they constantly say something on everything, they don't realize when they say things that are contradictory. Exactly. Yeah. A couple of weeks or a month. Yeah. That's why if you pay very close attention. You see the same person just said something different a few weeks ago and now they're saying something different now. You know, I understand that people evolve and people change their values and people change their opinions when they meet superior opinions or superior arguments or evidences. But if it happens too fast, that you hold a strong argument and you switch up very soon, it affects your credibility. Exactly. You, know, you can you can switch up your political belief on certain things within two years, two or three years. It makes sense. Okay, look at people like a lot of people that voted for Buhari in 2015. Two, three years later, they saw that this was not a man I voted for advertised to the Nigerian people. Yeah. This is not the man who voted for. They switched up. 
and they took responsibilities. Exactly. I can't, be, I can't blame books. you for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did the same thing with Jonathan like, too. Yeah. You know, I felt like Jonathan, I felt like Jonathan was not the, the solution. That maybe we should try Buhari. Buhari, yeah. And Buhari has failed us. I mean that is that is that is normal in a uh when it comes to politics, you know. But I don't just like it when people blandly choose side. Right now, a lot of people are not actually voting uh Atiku in. They're not trying to vote articles Atiku in, but they just want to vote Buhari, Buhari out. You get it. Buhari want has to go. He has to leave. The reason people are voting Atiku is not because they think he's good or he's better. Solution. Yeah. But we think he's the closest thing to getting Buhari out, out. there. Yeah. We definitely know the other candidates are better. Maybe Kingsley Moralu, maybe Donald Duke, maybe Yelisho Wode, that they are intellectually better than Atiku and Buhari combined. But we just feel like what is the most viable option? Who has the structures in all the local governments? Yeah. Who has the money, the weight? The, the weight, exactly, are? yeah. Because, so that's it. It's just more like, let's get Buhari out. It's not about, let's get Atiko, Atiko in. in. yeah. No. It's about getting Buhari out. That's, that's the purpose of this election for a lot of Nigerians. I mean, I don't know, but there is still a lot of Nigerians out there that thinks Buhari has performed incredibly. That they think Buhari is the Messiah. That okay, like if someone performed this poorly for the first four years, and you still want to give him chance for the second four years, one of the questions that I think is important that people have, some people have asked is that. If you own a company, will you allow Buhari to be the MD or CEO of, of the, the company? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's the easiest thing. Yeah, With I want his leadership skills. Yeah, someone can uh, you hand over the power to determine your business to this guy? Someone even posted on, on on Facebook, like even in, in secondary school, Buhari is not even qualified to be headmaster. He's not qualified to be headmaster, but he's, he's the one ruling Nigeria, actually. Because, basically, he's... He doesn't really... He's not even be able to prove that he has even a Y-Egg. So, if you don't even have a Y-Egg, how can you be a headmaster? So, that's the thing. Uh, I think Nigerian political system really has to change, man. There's a lot... A lot going on. There's a lot of things that is wrong with our political atmosphere. That a lot of things has to change, and I don't think the old people there are ready. There was this this man that is campaigning for uh, PDP. He went to live TV show. I don't know if he's the spokesperson for the PDP. I don't know. He went he went on TV to criticize APC while wearing APC's uh, campaign. Shit. Criticize APC? Yes. 
I was wearing a PC campaign shirt. Yes. On what channel was that? I don't know. I, the, 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 uh, I don't remember the channel, but I saw the video on Facebook. The, the video is all over Facebook. I don't know. I forgot his name, but he's someone spoke person for spoke uh uh spoke person for PDP party. I don't know. I I can't remember. He was on TV. Going home on APC and was wearing APC shirt. I think he was former APC that's, member. That's very oxymoronic, though. You know, but one of the videos I've seen recently is the one of of the APC youth leader in Southwest who was making reference to the U.S. state of West oh. Vagina. West <laughs> Vagina, I saw that too. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I was in the uh, metro. Oh man! I was in the metro when I saw that video, like I legit laughed out loud. Like, you know when people write "lol," yeah. I legit laughed out oh, loud. Where's like, vagina? What kind of fuckery is this? Oh man, Nigerians, man. I know. I, I have no idea, man. And it was so bold on TV, man. It was so bold on the video. The city of West Vagina. Like just say wet vagina instead. You know, yeah, right. Instead of wet wet vagina. You know, for me, the first thing is like I look at this guy and I was like, how is this guy even a youth leader? You know, it just shows the state of our politics. The same thing goes to the other guys who went to Asurok and claimed they are students. Mm. These guys really, yeah. The guys who went to Asso Rock to claim they are members of Nigerian Association of National Association of Nigerian Students. Student. Yeah. So if you look at these guys, you ask, how are these guys even even students in any way, manner, or form? Though those are paid students. The thing is, these are jobless guys who use the student machinery as a political tool mm. to empower themselves. That's why you see, when even when they graduate, they will have to go register in another school to start over The same thing. Because they just want to remain in that circle. Mm. I know a guy from 2007 who was in HND2 2007 then. 2007? Yes. So it's been 12 years. 12 ago. years ago, yeah. He was an HND2 then. So this guy is still a member of the National Association of Nigerian Students. Up to now? Yes. He's called Machiavelli. He's very popular within the Southwest. And I'm just like, After what 12 the years. fuck is wrong with you? This guy is in his probably 40s now. For sure, wow. 40s now. And you're still going around under the label of Nigerian Association, National Association of Nigerian Nigeria Students. Like, even if you're studying medicine, you would have even graduated, done your uh, housemanship or whatever it's called. They even say law. <laughs> they even say law. After graduating, go to law school. Even law, you would yeah. have graduated, <laughs> you would have done law school twice in 12 years. That's the thing. And when I saw the, the dude who calls himself a youth leader, 
for a party it just shows how serious that party is because how can you have somebody who is not even a youth as your youth leader, youth leader your exactly so that's an indictment of how unserious such parties are and for them to put that kind of person on air to address nigerians and to market their candidates it just shows the level of dysfunction Okay, look at Oshiomole going to Imo State uh, uh, to criticize Rochas. Uh, nah. And Rochas, in the front of Buhari, criticizing Oshiomole, talking about Iberibe's in chapter 1, verse 1. So, right now, Iberibe-ism has become recognized in our lexicon as a proper word. It's a proper word. So you should, it's a dysfunctional state out there. Anything goes. It is. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I don't know, man. And Buhari, like, I just saw a video today. He presented if, uh, a wrong uh, governorship candidate in, in Imo State. The Imo State governorship thing is, is convoluted in the sense that the PDP, the hierarchy of the PDP, the national chairman, all of that, mm. they want a certain person, which is Senator Hope Uzodima, as the governorship candidate. So, Oshiomole presented that guy with the, as the governorship candidate. Okay. That he won the primaries. Mm. Then the following day, when the president came to town for campaign, Mm. Rochas claimed his in-law which is maybe Henry Woso or something mm. is the right is person the governorship candidate okay so Buhari has to present that guy as the gubernatorial candidate for Imo State so right now the party is divided what the fuck is going on that's the state of Nigerian politics for you Everybody's divided because it's more about political gains rather than a service to humanity. Come on, man. I, I, well, I don't know. I think PDP better buckle up. They might have a chance in Nemo State because the way they are doing things, they, oh, right now they have to... It's, the PDP might not win the governorship election in Nemo State, but it definitely has... A huge chance of winning the presidential elections yeah, in the state. Yeah. Because take it or leave it, the Igbo people do understand that Buhari is not an option. And also, when you look at the last election, the Southeast voted for Jonathan, not yeah, Buhari. Not Buhari, yeah. So I don't think that is going to change, especially with the things that Buhari has done, especially with the way he has handled. Biafra, the Biafra agitations, with the way he has sent uh, Python to yeah. dance in Igbo land. And it's, the, the Pythons are not dancing around uh, in uh, Zamfara. In other places where they yeah. are throwing bombs. The way they have deployed Operation Eguku in these other places. So, so look at all of those things. With everything that is a grant, an Igbo man knows I cannot give 
but having my business don't handle for me. Nah. But I can give Peter will be my business because he's a businessman. Yeah. And he's also a son of his son. So I'm going to be surprised if Buhari wins any of the Igbo states. What? With ringing? Yeah, the elections are going to be rigged. That's, that is for sure. That's definitely for sure. That is one thing that, make, is, that makes me uh, lose hope in the Nigerian election. Most of the votes, are, is the vote really counting? That is my problem. If the vote legit count, yeah, so people might have a chance. But the, I don't I don't show, like, people just going to the voting booth just to vote for nothing. I don't think they actually count the real vote. The real votes definitely count, but oftentimes there are voting suppressions, there are voting irregularities and all of these things. A lot of these things are supposed to be handled by the courts. But then, like Afebel Babalola said, there are lawyers that knows the law and there are lawyers that knows judges. Mm. So if you rig an election and you know judges, you definitely know what the outcome is going to be. It's going to be in your favor. But if our judicial system is working like it should, a lot of elections in Nigeria should be canceled. Yes, and if the that's judiciary for sure. is really working well, canceling elections that has a lot of malpractice and irregularities, a lot of our politicians will not even invest in election malpractice. Exactly, yeah. They will not rig anymore. They would rather spend their money and energy to campaign. campaign. Yeah. And trying to win the voters' support rather than rig or using the instrumentalities of the state to hijack election results. So the judiciary has a lot to do. And to be honest with you, I'm closely monitoring the Osho State Election Tribunal to see what the decision is. Because we can all agree that Osho State was a daylight robbery. Yeah, everybody knows, man. Everybody knows. So let's see what the outcome is. I mean, I think PD, PDP State. clearly won, won or Osho State. Yeah, but we'll see what the appeal court, what the tribunal, what the Supreme Court has to say. Trust me, man, you have the uh, uh, the ruling party in power, so there's nothing to expect. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing okay. to expect. The the uh, AKT State, uh, it should just get dismissed, right? Yeah. Okay, look at that. Even when clearly APC rigged. Everybody knows APC rigged the election. Rigged APC yeah. election. But the thing is, I don't have any form of self pity. Oh, yeah, like, because I it's like what goes around comes around, right? Because we knew what he did <laughs> yes. with Obani Koro yes. and Jonathan. Yeah. So he's just having his own payback. It's just the karma that's coming yeah. from him. But that does not legalize what has happened. Exactly, you know? yeah. Because one way, there's that bit of confliction that he got what he deserved. But that's not the rule of law. Exactly, so on, yeah. the, on, on that level, we have to fault the process. That, okay, we can't continue this way. Because we want him to receive his own dose of karma. Doesn't, doesn't mean, exactly. doesn't mean he has to go, to this, go this way. Yeah. the right thing. 
I mean, the... Uh, so, yeah, let's talk basketball. A lot of politics. Oh, man. Yes, 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 please. Anthony Davies. Anthony Davies, man. And your boy, Jahi Okafor is balling. Jalil Okafor is balling, He's balling, balling. He's balling right He's now. He's a late bloomer right now. He's, He's a late bloomer. God damn it. I think he is really... It's taking four years. Yeah. I think it's taking four years for him to actually... But the thing, I, you know, one thing is that I don't think people doubted the talent of Jalil Okafor. Everybody knows he can ball. Everybody but knows. he suffered injuries that has limited his athleticism. So that's the thing. And also, he's a low-post guy. Just like Demarcus Cousins or Mark Gasol. So his problem has been extending his range beyond 10, 15 feet. Because if you cannot shoot from the three-point line, you're basically useless in the modern NBA. Yes, that is what they're building NBA to be. But that, that, that is not how NBA is supposed to be, you know? Now, okay, your center... You your... the video... The video I reposted about the old NBA and the new NBA, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see the kind of foul? Yes, it's hardcore. Those guys are... Like, basketball in the 90s was a grown man sport only. Yes. But now, you can't even touch James Harden. Imagine if Harden took just five of those charges or five of those contacts. (laughs) <laughs> he would be out of NBA. <laughs> Just five of those contacts. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying James Harden is not a good player. He is a very good offensive player, right? But right now, I can't even stand to watch. I can't even watch him for twenty minutes anymore because you can't guard him. Look at Josh Hart, who is a tremendous defender. Did you see the play where Josh yes. Hart kept his hands behind, behind his, his back? back. Yeah. Because what can you do? There's Josh nothing. Hart is a tremendous defender. Josh Hart, his basic, his main skill was being a defender. And the way he's been able to extend his offensive game, that's why Josh Hart has become legit. So for a really good defender to be like, you know what, I don't even want to touch this guy. You know there's a problem. And the problem is not with the players. It's with the ref. It's with the referee. It's with the ref. It's with the league office. They have to do something about it. Because take it or leave it, if Harden plays the same way in FIBA, he's not going to get those calls. Exactly. You and I know. Everybody knows. And FIBA it is. referees are not going to give him that those calls. And it is. How can you so, shoot 25 free throws in a game? In a game. Come on, man. Honestly, I just feel like James Harden's MVP campaign this season is a fraud. It if is. Look at Steph Curry. Steph, Steph Curry is balling. scoring as much point with maybe two free throws a, a, a game. A game, yeah. Maximum three free throws. So how can a superstar be shooting three free throws a game? And then you have one that is and shooting at least Harden, 25. 25. I think the only center, the only player who shot that much, the only players who have shot that much free throws in recent times are Shaquille O'Neal, Andre Drummond, and 
DeAndre Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Because you have to follow those intentional. Everybody knows they can't shoot. (laughs) They can't shoot. So that's what you want them to do. Yeah. That's the game plan. You have to follow the intentional. Honestly, I don't blame defenders. I don't think if Harden drops 50 points on a defender, I don't think it's not them. It's not the defense. No, no, no. They are not. Not the defense. No. It's the demon that the league has created. And trust me, the US national team is better served going to the World Cup without James Harden. Without without James Harden. Yeah. Because and you see, take it or leave okay. it, FIBA refs are not gonna give him those calls. And you see what happens to uh, uh Leonard, right? The game uh uh Toronto versus uh uh Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. You saw what happens, right? Yeah. If that's... Okay, yeah. reverse that. If that was uh, harder, what do you think it would happen? Harding, exactly. It's a call. It's going to be a foul. You know, because take it or leave it, I won't even be surprised if this guy averages 50 points. This season, this right? Season. <laughs> it's on that part. It's, it's not because he's prolific. You know, he shoots for more, more half of the points are free throws. Yeah. Even, so the, even if the you're NBA getting that much free throws, yeah, they know. They know the league has to do something. Because take it or leave it, if this is how it is, I'm sorry, man, the U.S. will probably not perform in fee buy games. Because the rules are different. Yeah. The referees don't give a fuck I'll about <laughs> protecting the stars or whatnot. <laughs> It's not star game. It's like you come here, you know how to play basketball. Play it. Honestly, I, you know I'm a Harding fan. But the way he's been playing disgusts me. No, I can't even like, watch him for 20 minutes anymore. Can't, I can't. You know, it's basically like you can't guard him. You can't do anything. And so I don't know, man. It frustrates me. Everybody knows the problem, but Nobody want to address it. Yeah, have been able to just let this go because take it or leave it. If Harden is not getting those calls, he's not going to. Rockets are probably going to be the eighth seed or below five hundred right now. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if the ref, if the ref in NBA started going against him, you see his game will depreciate. Will drop definitely. His game will drop. It's not going to be the, like, the offensive force everybody think it is right now. Harden's game is two things. Drive or shoot three-pointers. And the three-pointers he's shooting, players can't even you jump You can't even jump. Exactly. You can't. So it's just more like he's shooting open threes. I mean, like, even sometimes, you know? sometimes when he drives to, uh, to, the, to the basket, I think it's like the player just giving him free asset to just go. Yes. Nobody is standing in front of him. Not they're not doing anything. Because guys would rather take the risk of let him just score two points up that, there. Yes, than score and one. Throw it up there, then score and one. Yeah. Or then then get the foul or taking him to the three point to the free throw line. Three throw line. To yeah. make two easy buckets. And when he makes two two three easy buckets, you get the foul. He gets the rest. Yeah. <laughs> you get the foul, he gets the rest. Yeah. And Harden is a guy who's not really in a very good shape, right? Level yeah. of shape. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not, yeah. He's I mean, a guy, if the tempo of the game is high, he will gas out. Yes. So it's those breaks during the free throws 
that helps him breathe and gain a little bit more strength. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying this. I think in a real game, in a real basketball, physical basketball game, right? No foul is called, nothing. Everybody can stop hurting. Yeah. Including me. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of players can stop hurting. A lot. <laughs> because the way he played, I was like, I don't know if the most of the players are actually watching the uh the films or they just intentionally letting him go or just I mean, if you even got done with stop him. <laughs> they are watching films, but what do you want them to do? This has been going on for two, three years. Nothing is going to change. So you have to pick your poison. Do you want to take the foul and end one? Or do you just want him to get his two points? Yeah, everybody, yeah, just get a two-point and go. <laughs> just just yeah. get it. Because and, when you get the foul, you probably get more fouls and you're out of the game. Yeah. Which limits your chances of winning. And when he gets an end one, that's three points instead of two. Yeah, and again, if you get into early foul trouble, it's going to affect your your game. It's going to affect the entire exactly. team. Yes. So that's the thing. So guys would rather let Harding get 50, 60, 40, than let the other guys get hot. Yeah. So if you want to score half of the team's points, go ahead and do it. Good for you. Go ahead. But let's stop these other guys who the ref will not give these bogus calls to. But in in, 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 in Rocket, they got two of those though. Chris Paul will also get those foul. Those, those. He, Chris Paul is not really a big of a problem like Harding. Chris Paul is not really big of a hard problem. Chris is, is not even averaging 20 points this season. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, so, he just yeah. got, I mean, he just got the money and became lazy and the injury. Yeah. I don't know how the, yeah, you were right. Like I don't I know how said, the Rocket pay him that they're much. They're going to regret because yeah. they're regretting the it. Paying him, you can't basically trade him. The yeah, he's not going anywhere. Tra- the only reason you can trade him in two, three years is if you need to trade him to a team that needs veteran presence. That's the only team that can take the trade. And the thing is, the Rockets don't even have assets, assets to, to put together with the trade. So right now, they are stuck with James Harden and Chris Paul for the next three years. But the problem they have to make it work. But the problem is they have so much bench players who can actually do the damage. But the thing is, the, the team is built around James Harden. Offense, yeah. Offensively, the team because is built around Harden. It's one of the things that that I think makes sense for for the Lakers that you're paying LeBron so much. If you bring AD or KD or whichever big guy, and you're paying the guy the max with LeBron. Players are going to come around to play for two, three, five million. Yeah. They don't care. Exactly, yeah. They will be solid guys who will come to play with them for for cheap. Yeah, because... So that's just, what happened with the Rockets. You just need you two know, players, you, right? Yeah. You're overpaying your two guards. And you're paying Capella enough. With those three, people will definitely want to play for them. That's why you have... Green, you have this young guy, Daniel House, who's putting on numbers and all of these things. Yeah, Okafor is there. Yeah, they actually got enough, though. But I don't know. When I look at the Pelicans, this is why if you've seen 
my opinion on this Anthony Davis trade. I feel like there's too much hype. Yeah. I feel like the media pushed the narrative. Dude, we'll be, talk, we'll, be talk, we'll be talking about this thing for a long time. It's all about media. American media, they are, they are the shit. Because if you look at this thing, AD is averaging over 20 points. Julius Randle is averaging over 20 points. Drew Holiday, who is the first team NBA, NBA defense. Defensive player is yeah. averaging over 20 points. Nikola Mirotic is averaging over 20 points. So tell me, what's your excuse to lose games? Exactly. And Okafo just People came out saying, of nowhere. Yeah. For the past six games. Right now. For the past so six games, averaging 20 points. If you're saying that they've not built a good team around AD. Nah, that is wrong. Is Drew Holiday not legit? He is. Is Julius Rando not legit? Rando is legit too. Is Mirotic not a legit shooter? Legit. So how can you say, how can you say you've not built a team around AD? That's 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 a thing I don't understand. Even because right. when you look at AD himself, AD misses up to 15 to 20 games in a season. Yeah. You hear Tom. Me, but yeah, me you know what? What surprises me? I was I don't know which uh news I was like ESPN or wherever I was watching like three days ago, and this host described AD as being healthy as like one of the healthiest players in NBA. I was like, which Hell of no. the AD are you talking about? <laughs> AD has AD? missed multiple games for every season he's been in the NBA. Oh, come on, you call it AD you know, healthy? Come on, man. We know there are guys that. The team intentionally tries to rest, like LeBron. They'll just say, "Oh, uh, sore knee or flu yeah, or back something." Yeah, shit. All this, those are just to give those guys rest between games. But we know AD has legit been injured every season he's been in the NBA. He's missed over ten games for every season he's been in the NBA. So how can you say, "Oh, he's healthy"? No, nah. no, no, he's not. Okay. Less than less than forty games into this season, AD has missed more than ten games already. Yeah. So how is that healthy? It's not. I so know. if you if you are trading if you are trading assets to bring AD in, the issue is what do you get from this guy? Because this guy has legit played with Drew Holiday, who's a good defender and an offensive player. Julius Randle has is is having his breakout year. They're definitely a candidate for most improved player alongside Pascal Siakam. But so how can you say AD has not had the help? Because now if the Lakers trade for him, you have to give out Lonzo Ball. Yeah. You have to give out Kai Kuzma. Do oh, you man. want to do that? I don't yeah, I I I, I, I legit I le- yeah, I legit want Ingram Ingram to go, not Kuzma. Nobody will take Ingram. I'm not losing Kuzma for shit if I was Laker. Nothing. Yeah. I'm not giving Ingram out for anybody. I mean, like uh, uh, Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma is legit. I'm not giving Kuzma out for to nobody. I don't give a shit. Hell yeah. Kuzma is legit. If you can't take Ingram, Kuzma is a legit. Fuck it. <laughs> the thing is, nobody wants to take Ingram because you have to sign him now. You have to pay him now. 
Ingram is not. I don't know how he made it to the NBA player, man. I don't know. No, he was hyped. He was seen as oh, the next Kevin Durant. Okay, exactly. So the thing is, if you're taking Ingram, don't take Ingram as your 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 team cornerstone player. Nah. No, he can't nah. be. He's not that guy. No, he's not. So the thing is, the Lakers will have to give a first round pick. They will have to give Lonzo Ball. Yeah. You have to give Kyle Kuzma uh, and Ibuka Zubac. And the, the problem, and I don't want to also hear, legit. I don't want to hear anything Kuzma and trade. <laughs> so that's the thing. And if you're not putting Kuzma, the the Pelicans don't want it. Yeah, yeah. That is that they is their, yeah exactly. That is their only like pawn. Like this guy is what yeah. we can just keep around. Because with Lonzo Ball, Lonzo is a late bloomer. Yeah. Lose is going to take another two, three years so, yeah. for him to be that guy. To be that guy, yeah. But he's doing what you expect a guard to do. But to him to, for, to him to be on that star level, it's going to take another two, three years. Because I mean, right now, the only thing he's he needs to get terrific defender. Yeah. The only thing he needs to get right right now is his shooting range. Yes. If he can it. get that going, he's legit. That's it. He already controls the floor. He already the vision is crazy. The, the defensive the ability. Come on, he got, yeah, he got all that ready. But shooting, that is the so, only his problem. Exactly. So the Pelicans will take Lonzo. They want Kuzma. They will definitely want Zubac. Oh, Zubac, Zubac is, is good. Legit. Yeah. And they need a center. They definitely need a center. So they will take that. They won't want to take Ingram. And the Lakers have to send Ingram away. So that's the thing. They don't want Ingram. But the Lakers need to send Ingram away because you have to pay him. Yeah. And the Lakers don't want to they pay him. They don't want to pay him. And that is one of the reasons so, they're trying to start him. <laughs> just force him to play. Just play. So, so it's just about raising his trade value. Exactly, yeah. So people can say, okay, maybe this guy needs more time. So if we can give him more time on our team, he'll be that guy so right now they're trying to play up his trade value so i don't know i'm just seeing which of the teams either boston or or lakers ready to part with assets because if you want to trade if the boston celtics want to trade well they have to consider carry too pelicans would definitely want jason tatum for sure so uh, do, do you, you want, want to, to give, give Tatum? Yes. That's the thing. They want Tatum and Horford because Horford is on a good deal. So okay. they don't have to so they don't have to care about that. The money works. They'll definitely want Jason Tatum. That is for sure. They want someone else. Yeah. Maybe Rozier and then a draft pick. So basically you, you're has blowing up your very team. good. Yeah, they have good uh draft they have pick, assets. right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they have good assets. The thing is, you're blowing up your team for AD. Meanwhile, Gordon Hayward hasn't lived up to the hype. Oh, yeah. So how does that work? Yeah, the last three so games, he averaged two points. So if you're giving up Jason Tatum, believing that Hayward will do the job. Nah. But this guy hasn't lived up to the hype, and I understand. He just came from injury, so it takes time. Injury. Yeah, it takes time. So... So it doesn't it doesn't get them where they want to be, 
which is the NBA Finals. And I'm also hearing about the Milwaukee Bucks, which I don't think... Who did they, who did they have to asset. give? They don't have exactly. nobody. Have nothing to give. And I would take Atotokounmpo over KD. I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is, there's there's no way they're trading uh, Yanis for Yanis. I would take Yanis over KD, over AD, man. No, they're not doing that. Yanis is a healthy player. So why would you want to risk it for a guy who misses games during the season? And again, so, but and I don't this, think a deal will be done during this season. season. Yeah, I'm I'm taking next season. It's it's probably during the break, and if if we go towards the the off season, I think the Boston Celtics would trade for him because then they would have resigned Kyrie. They will be able to sign AD. But do you think AD is gonna stay in Celtic? AD want to go to the Lakers. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that works. He wants to go to the but Lakers. The is, I'm not. I'm not in support of blowing up that Lakers team for AD. But they need a superstar to, to pair with LeBron. Well, you have to find a guy and poach. Maybe poach Jimmy Butler or KD. Because I'm, I think KD oh, is, KD is not coming. Yeah, for sure. KD, KD might go to the to the Knicks. To the Knicks, yeah, yeah. exactly. But I don't think he's... Also, KD don't I'm want to hearing, play with LeBron. I'm also hearing... The Knicks in the in the in the, tra- in the, in the trade, trade too, for yeah. AD because they want to give they, up Porzingis. They have the asset, though. Yeah, they have the asset. They have the asset, and they have they have, they, the they have chances of picking number uh, one or two drafts. Yeah, but the thing is, will the Pelicans want Porzingis, who is just what? coming back from an Achilles what? injury? It's gonna take him at least. Yeah, he's, he's he's really too slow. Oh. Uh, Oh, uh, Boogie's got injured after him. And he's yeah. back playing. He's, the thing is, you know, he's much more younger. Yeah. He's not strong like Boogie. He's skinny and shit, so... Feed him burgers. For him to be really good, coming back, at least, they they just basically want to sit him for two seasons because... Wow, that's way too long. They are not in a hurry. Yeah. They don't have a timeline. And Porzingis is 21. So there is no reason for him to rush back. Just take your time. You are a franchise cornerstone player. So if it takes two years to get you back, we are okay. We are rebuilding anyway. Yeah. So, but they, so it's your New York, they are tanking really bad. The tanking is so, so really bad. bad. Yeah, the tank is real. <laughs> oh, God. The tank is real. 10 straight games. But the thing Come is, on, man. But the thing is, I don't think... Zion Williamson is going to make an immediate impact in the NBA like let's just say like LeBron, LeBron James, James did, yeah. he's going to take another three years to make an impact at all to help any team because this guy is six foot seven he's big a lot of NBA guys are grown men they'll stop him so the <laughs> things he's doing in college now He's not going to be able to immediately they do it. Do it right. You can't recipro- uh, reciprocate that instantly on in NBA. Yeah, you're going to get stuck. You yeah, you're going to get if you're not. Yeah, if you're not a, right a straight now. shooter like you're a legit shooter, right? It's not going. Yeah. No, they they will stop you. Lopez, they will so definitely stop that's you. That's the thing, you know, because, because you have guys who's bigger than you, who's even taller than you. 
stronger. And let's not forget that Anthony Bennett was just as strong. Oh yeah, but yo, he's killing what it in, in, G, in G League, though. <laughs> yeah, he's blooming now. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see he's coming back to the NBA in two, three years. Nah, nah, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, no team really wants to like take that risk. Maybe on a ten-day contract. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, but ten-day contracts. How many minutes do you get to play? But let's see. Anything can happen, though. So if he's really balling out there and he's legit, who knows? Who knows, dude, where Derrick Rose came back? Anything can happen. Bro, you can't. Then it's Derrick Rose's injury. Yeah. But Anthony Bennett is not injury. It's just he's a lack legit, of talent. He's legit weak. <laughs> it's just a lack of talent, you know. And but how could you be like number one pick and then... Oh, come on, man. Like, it's not the first guy to... to, to he's not, that. yeah. Not for the past... For the past <laughs> so six... For the past six years, no, let's say for the past eight years, how many number one pick are really actually balling in the NBA right now? We can exactly. Count. How many? Yeah, we can count Look number one and number two, number three. Yeah, we can count. I, I don't really know what to think about Andrew Wiggins because Wiggins is just nights, okay. He just shows. Yeah. What what of this guy in, 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 in Chicago right now? What is his name? Is it number one pick? Uh, number one or number two? The guy that uh, that picked after Wigan. Is it Chris? Oh, is it Chris Dunn or is no, 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 no. I think it's like uh, this. Wigan is Canadian, right? Wigan is Canadian. You know, after him, there was this uh, US guy that was picked. Oh, he's playing for Chicago right now. Wait. Chris Dunn was the number four pick, I think, a point guard. By I, 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 it's number two pick. Which year was Winger? Wiggins was picked 2013 or 2014. He was traded for Kevin Love. Yeah, when LeBron I know, came. yeah. Yeah, so it was 2014. Because when LeBron came, that was when and he needed more help, so that was when they brought Kevin Love. So LeBron came to Cleveland in 2014, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's 2014 uh, draft. It's a 2013, 2014 draft. It's 2014. Yeah, June 2014. Yeah, for sure. Wait, uh, let me draft class. Jabri Parker. Jabari Parker. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was number Jabari two pick. Parker. Yeah, he was number two pick. Yeah, he was number two pick. But the thing is, the, the Bulls are trying to, to trade him anyway. Yeah. So that's why I just didn't... I already thought he was out of the team. That's why I didn't even remember it was him. The Bulls are trying to trade They're trying to ta- trade, but who is going to no. take him? Yeah, especially exactly when you pay him $20 million a month a year who really wants to take that contract you know I think there's very similar skill set between Parker and Jali Lokafo yeah these guys can legit put up numbers but the problem is can they play defense but Okafor is actually started playing defense though exactly but the thing is Jabari Parker has not adjusted his game his game yes yes and I think he's even out of shape too. 
yeah, he believes you're paying me because I can put up numbers. If you're not James Hardy, nobody cares. <laughs> no, it's true. If you're not James Hardy, nobody cares if you're putting up huge numbers. You have to be able to play defense too. Yeah. And that's the thing that this dude has to realize, um, Jerry Parker. But anyway, he's getting his $20 million, so we'll have to worry about that next year. What? The, the thing is, like, if, if one thing about NBA, if you can't keep being consistent, no team wants to take chance. If one team screw you up, right, and you can't come back, if not because of, for the grace of God, do you think Okafo will be playing NBA right now? Yeah, exactly. Especially, I think Okafo's problem has mainly been injury. Injury, so, and so. He, not only from injury, you know, he was like, even when he was healthy in, in, uh, in Phillies, they decided to bench him. He was on bench. He, even to a, I think a, to of, a stage a where he started things, developing mental illness. Yeah, a lot of the things with, with uh, Okafo has been psychological. Yeah, because what do you want to do? Number three pick, he can't even do anything in NBA. He came into the league with so much fanfare and so much potentials. And yeah. the way he was treated, he felt like he lost his confidence, like, maybe I'm not that guy. You know, he started to doubt himself. So, and then coupled with the injuries, he just fell off. And honestly, I'm really happy for him right now. I am happy, man. I, I swear to God, I was legit like, yo, man, this guy has to ride. Bro, I guess that's it, man. Got yes. On. Got shit to do. You got shit to do, right? Yeah, we'll be on for yes, an yes. hour plus. Yes, yes. This is the Other Room Podcast all the way from Bangkok and Madrid. You're listening yes, yes, yes. to the Order Room Podcast, episode 51 by Joel and Anthony. Ha, ha, ha. I'm working on my radio voice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go to catch up. And if you're just listening, this is the Order Room Podcast. Try to subscribe. Keep pushing us. We are actually doing some numbers now. We have to keep up with the numbers. And the numbers that I can't see right now. You just have to break into Nigerian market. Yeah, I gotta make the numbers count. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I'll talk today. later. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. See ya. <laughs>